Welcome to the Leadership Spark Podcast, where we equip you to be the great leader your people deserve. I'm Corey. I'm here with Hampton. And today we're going to talk about, I'm not sure where it ranks on Netflix documentaries or, or the top 10 on Netflix right now, but it's it's lessons learned or things that, that we learned from the David Beckham documentary that is on Netflix. And we'll talk about the 1998 World Cup specifically and and what lessons we can learn from a leadership perspective from that. And a couple of, of facts about 1998 is Hampton was one year old. So <laughs> as a one year old, Hampton was watching the World Cup kicking yep, around already. And uh, funny enough, I was I was in Bangkok, Thailand during this this match in the World Cup and spending time there on a missionary trip and hanging out with a bunch of, of Thai college students watching the World Cup. And they were probably their number one team because Thailand generally doesn't make the World Cup. Their number one team was England, right? And so people were, were cheering for England, painted faces. And so they were devastated whenever this event happened. So Hampton, what are we talking about when it comes to 1998, the World Cup, David Beckham, and leadership lessons we can learn from this this event. This documentary was really cool for me because I was always a big David Beckham fan growing up, like playing GameCube, FIFA, you know, 2003, 2004, 2005. But, but 1998, I really was one year old. So I got to learn a little bit about what happened then through this documentary. And um, honestly, back in those days, something like mental health probably wasn't talked about a lot. But going back to the documentary and hearing David talk about it, this clearly had a massive impact on him and the resilience and grit that he must have had to had to push through this really challenging time in his life is a lot because a lot of people would have just given up and quit. He was playing for England's national team, which is a huge honor. He was probably their best player. He was still really young uh, early in his career and everybody was really excited about him and they were playing their massive rivals, Argentina, and I don't have time to get into all the details, but David did something he should have, shouldn't have done on the field. He kind of like kicked his leg when he was down on the ground at one of the players and definitely shouldn't have done it. People debate on if it was worth getting a red card or not, but he got a red card, which means that he was sent off for the remainder of the game and that England was playing against Argentina with 10 players instead of 11. So that's clearly a disadvantage. They ended up tying two to two and going into penalty penalty kicks, which David Beckham was one of the best at. He would have likely gone and probably made his goal and maybe England would have won. Yes. So there's a, there's a good chance that because David got sent off, maybe England did lose this game, but um, something happened at the end of, of this game where Glenn Hoddle, the manager was asked, you know, what, what happened? Do you think that David getting kicked off cost you the game and he said these words he said it cost us it cost us dearly and the number one lesson I got from that is as a leader you've got to take ownership if your team fails you cannot just announce that and blame a player even if it is their fault as a leader you have to take ownership of the areas that you fail in that you lose in even if it was someone on your team because at the end of the day it always comes back to the leader and so I did not like when he when he blamed him for that however Back to that point, he later in a post-game interview, I, f- I feel like he maybe knew that he shouldn't have said that, and he almost went back on it, and he said, hey, let's not make David the scapegoat here, which he ended up being the scapegoat. Everyone was embarrassed that England lost, and they blamed him, and he had a horrible experience. It was, it was really bad for him, but the, the lesson there is to be mindful of your words because you can't take them back. 25 years later, we're watching a documentary, and I'm here on a podcast saying, yeah, he messed up when he said that, uh, and and. 
I think in the heat of the moment, sometimes we say things that um, even even if they're true, it's not good to say those things. Um, and we need to be more mindful of our words as leaders because people don't forget them. And I'll let Corey, going on that point, talk about the third thing we can learn from it. Yeah, and so uh, it's, it can be a hard lesson to learn as a leader because you can, you can learn the hard way. And it's, it's knowing when, it's really discerning and knowing when to say things publicly versus saying them privately. And so in this situation, even though he may have, he may have felt it, even though it may have, been, may have been true, probably should have been something that he kept private. And from a public face perspective, he would say things that would keep the team united and together um, as, a, as a fortified front. And so as a leader, you have to think about that and you have to discern whenever I communicate about my team and about the performance of my team, what do I say publicly? And what do I say privately? As Hampton, as you said, you have to be mindful of the words that you use. And a lot of times, just say it behind a closed door. You'll get your point across and people will get better. So you want to be mindful of that. And so you're going to do is, is I guess, be like Beckham or bend it like, I mean, you can bend it like Beckham too, but be, be like Beckham um, in this case. Well, don't go get a red card. You're going to do is be mindful of your words. Think about when you say stuff and what environment you say stuff in and really be wise whenever you do that.